separate me from the love of God Tribulation apparel, can't even tell us apart I rock with the rocket agents, he call me the son of God I rockin' after the spirit, the spirit is my reward Just in God, but keep fightin' Satan think he slick, but I roll with a group of hitters We equip left side, strong side Hope you remember the Titans Used to fall for Satan lies Till the day I got enlightened, but I'm up now So what's up now? I learned obedience through the pain It became a weapon that I can bust now Took my shame and traded it in for chains I'm a servant of the Lord, I really up now Yeah, so even if I'm in this valley of death I know that God will straighten my steps So when Jesus I step, I'm a smile Yeah Everybody, this is the one and only Red Tips music, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to the podcast. It's definitely an honor to have you here today, man. Um, I just want to dive right deep into the story, man. We're going to get the podcast going. First of all, shout out to you for what you're doing right now with the music, man. I think it's amazing. Uh, the quality is impeccable. I mean, it's like you, you got a lot of stuff going on with it. Um, fun story. I think I want to start this off by saying uh, I'm gonna share a story with you. I was uh, this was around last summer, sometime I believe. I got my homie with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm blasting my music in the backyard, and I got your song down bad on. <laughs> And my bro, he's still like, you know what I'm saying? He's still out there in the street. You know what I'm saying? He's still yeah. trying to get it together. But that song down bad, it made him stop everything. He said, yo, play that again. Play that again. Play it one more time. <laughs> when I, I cannot make this up. I played that song 10 times on repeat just for him. Wow. Yes, just for him. He put it on the playlist and everything. So the seed was playing it. And it's still growing, yeah, that's man. So, crazy. Yeah, so I just wanted to share that with you um, because I said, man, I, I definitely got to bring that up before I forget. So, yeah, man, go ahead and let everybody know about you, yourself, where you're from, you know, where you representing. I'm from Florida, man. I'm just I'm just happy to be here, bro. I lost for words. That really took me, bro. That yeah. took me, though. I appreciate you sharing that for real, though. Absolutely. It's like, bro, honestly, that's why, I do the, that's why I do what I do, bro. Like, I do what I do to reach people. I remember it was one dude. I'm going off subject. Anyway, I'm from Florida, man. <laughs> well, uh, we going to get there. It's yeah, all good. But, yeah, I remember Um, it was like a month back, a month or two ago, a month and a half ago, sometime around there. Um, It was this dude. He made a post. He was listening to a song I dropped called Meet Me. Mm-hmm. And bro was crying, like tears running down bro face. Why he's smoking a joint, listening to my song, and bro, I just, I was balling, bro, for real. Yeah. Like, bro, it's crazy how it's like one. It's crazy that the Lord would even choose to use something that I do to like touch an individual's heart. But it's like, yo, he's still, he's out, like he doing what he doing, and it's like he's, you know, I ain't gonna say he's not saved because everybody struggle with what they struggle with. Right. But it's like, yo, the Lord is out here, like using my music to touch people, and it's like. Bro, that's that's why I do it, man. So for you to say that, you let me know that, bro. Like yeah. that really that really hits, bro. Like I appreciate that, man, for real. I mean, there's definitely a certain level of anointing on your music because it connects with people. Like I can't listen to none of your songs and really not feel connected to the music. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a big deal because we live in a world where if you got a catchy beat, sound good, people can get lost in the sauce on the beat and don't hear no lyrics. Yeah. 
But yeah. in your, your music, it's like I really get the value in what you're saying, mm -hmm. and it comes from a, a space that's really relatable to the listener. So keep that up. I know I ain't got to tell you that already, but yeah. keep that up anyway. I'm going to tell you anyway. So uh, from Florida, man, uh, from what I know so far, I mean, your upbringing, you had both parents in the home, correct? Um, yeah. Uh, a preacher's kid? Yeah. PK. Okay. Okay. PK okay. You got to let us know. <laughs> How was this growing up for you, man? Uh, let's hear from the perspective of a preacher's kid, man. I mean, I don't know. I think it was just, I mean, it was just life, right? Like, it wasn't, I didn't, thankfully, I didn't grow up in a situation to where it's like a lot of PKs grow up. And it's like, they just see the double lifestyle. Yeah. Um, For me, it's like, I didn't see a double lifestyle. It was just, I mean, you can't just do whatever you want to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, well, your parents is really for it and really for the Lord. It's like, nah, you can't go over there. It's like, no, you can't go hang out with him. You can't go to this party. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, my, my pops didn't want me to have a girlfriend the whole time I was in high school. I'm like, bro, what are you like, what do you mean, bro? Like, chill. Look, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I have parents that were similar. You know what I'm saying? And um, one of the things I used to always ask myself, but I was never bold enough to ask my pop, because he was doing the same stuff as far as, like, you can't date and all this stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to wonder, like, how did you meet my mom? <laughs> like, then you... <laughs> like, really? at some point, you had to date. You know that's what I'm saying? But that's another saying. story. Yeah. That's bro, another you had story. to get it from one place to the other, bro. Ain't no, ain't, you ain't just wake up and be like, oh, dang, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I know I couldn't ask that question when I was getting a whooping, so I oh, wasn't even going to try. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, so it's like, I mean, growing up from that way is kind of like, I actually got a role model of what it looked like to follow the Lord, which is like, that's dope. Mm -hmm. But, bro, when I got out the house, I got out the house, bro. Like, <laughs> you was out there. <laughs> yeah. When I was out, I was out. Um, right. So, I mean, growing up in the house was cool, though. Right. Yeah. So, so basically what I just got, y'all, <laughs> for lack of a better word, is when he was growing up, he was growing up from a, from a household where it was, he was taught to be holy, correct? And, yeah. and your parents was really about that life, and you wasn't really following in the footsteps of someone who was living a double life. You know, mm -hmm. like your, your dad was really giving you the example. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up in a similar situation, but I definitely was the youngest of uh, all my brothers. So in my so situation, paid. yeah, Dang, but bro. in my situation, they made all the mistakes for me. So mm -hmm. they were always the reason why I couldn't do something because mm -hmm. he did this or he mm -hmm. did that. So they ruined it all for me when it came to the mistakes. I didn't even get to make. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? But what that does, and, and you can chime in if you agree, when you become older, especially around like that 16 plus age, you start to want to get involved with everything. You know what I'm saying? Just in a way where it's like, I just want to find my own identity. I've been brought up to be this way, yeah. and now I just want to figure it out for myself. Yeah. And so that's that's the phase I went through. And some people, when they go through that phase, they really don't make it back no time soon. So yeah. for you, did that did that phase happen a little bit quicker for you? Um, or you was like, nah, this ain't me? And then you got yeah, back into I mean it? The way I kind of came to the Lord, I was in college. You know the typical story. You go off to college as a PK, you just wild out because you out the house. You can yeah. do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But um, bro, that conviction stayed, which is like, it's like the Bible says, you raise a child up in the way that they should go. Mm -hmm. You know, they get older, they ain't going to depart from it. So right. it's like, I got older, I was doing whatever I wanted to do. Conviction came, 
but I didn't have a relationship, quote unquote, with God to like to make the conviction make sense, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's like I grew up and it's like I'm taught all these things. So it's like these are values that I hold. But I'm like, yo, I really don't want to do this. But it's like I'm trying to appease God and I don't really know God for real. Like, I just know what my parents said. I know what my grandma used to say. I know like all the people in my life that I've met and what they would say about God, but it's like yo, so you know really of know. him. You know of him. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. of him. So bro, I woke up this was after like I was a year and a half into college. Like I was I was out there wilding and stuff like that, but the conviction would always hit, so it's like I grew this resentment. So I would be like angry, like all the time, bro. Like ready to mm. snap on anybody, just ready to because it's like I'm dealing with this internal war with the flesh or whatever. So, so what kind of things will anger you? What kind of things will anger you? I mean, it was just honestly, it was feeling like I was wrong for just quote unquote living my life. Gotcha. So it's like it's kinda like you just ain't got no peace. So it's like I would do something. So say I sleep with a girl, it's like I could be in the middle of sleeping with somebody and it's like the Lord's on my mind, and I'm feeling convicted, and I'm like, yo, like, yeah. I don't want to do this. So it's like, I be in the club doing whatever I'm doing, and it's like, bang, conviction. Like, you know you ain't supposed to be here. You know, it's that's like, how, bro, That's I remember, the Holy Spirit, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. He be but on it's like, time. I remember one time, I was a freshman, it was when I was a freshman on, on, in school, and I was staying off campus. So I was staying with my cousin at the time, because me and him was doing school together. So we decided we was going to have a house party at our house, right? So had all the people at the house, whatever, music going. I'm drinking. I'm like, I was, I was gone. Because we did, we did a bottle of Malibu. We did half, like I did, we had a gallon thing of, of Amsterdam, drunk that. And then we went to the store to get Four Locos. And I was on a can of Four Locos. So I was like, I was gone. Mm. So I'm in the house, right, just chilling, you know, vibing out, whatever, whatever. I sit on the armrest of my couch, bro. I kid you not. It's like, you know how to see in the movie scenes, right? It's like, I don't hear the music no more. It's like, everybody stopped moving. And it's like, as clear as day, I heard the Lord, which I didn't know. Well, I knew it was the Lord. But it's like, I heard the Lord say, everybody here is in an identity crisis. They don't know who they are, and they're pretending to be something that they're not in order to fit in. I heard mm. that, and as soon as I heard them words, bro, and as soon as he stopped, it's like, bang, I'm back at the party, heard the music, everybody moving, and I'm just sitting on the armrest, like, blow. I'm like, bro, yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. But, so it's like, picture that, but like for like a year and a half. So, wow. like, I'm trying to do stuff, and it's like, yo, I just can't, I just can't get away, bro, like, you can't, I just can't get away. Have fun, really. You yeah, can't even really fun, enjoy. Fun. Yeah. So it's like, so after that, I was like, yo, I woke up one morning. I was like, all right, bet. I'm getting ready for school. I'm in the mirror. I'm like, look, if you real, you gonna have to show me you real. And it was like, it was a little bit before summer vacation, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm gonna finish off the year doing what I'm doing, my school year doing what I'm doing. And it's like, when I get home or get off for the summer, I'm gonna go home. And I'm going to seek you all summer, and I'm going to see if you're real or not. If you don't show me that you're real during the course of summer, I was like, I'm done with Christianity as a whole, bro. 
Wow. Because I'm like, bro, I'm t- I was dead serious, bro. I was like, bro, I'm tired of being convicted and I'm tired of like feeling the way I'm feeling. And it's like, my mom tell me her encounter that she had with you. My dad will tell me during his encounter how he had with you. And it's like, if you're real enough to come to them yourself, you're real enough to come to me yourself, right? So it's like, I straight up gave God an ultimatum, bro. Like, <laughs> real bold. Hey, it happened. But, you know, I noticed when when that moment happens, that's when you're really hitting your crossroads and you're really at a place where it's like all or nothing. Yeah. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't care everything that people told me. I want to feel it for my, myself if I know it's real. And you know, the disciples did that to Jesus after he came back from the grave. You know what I'm saying? After he resurrected. They they gave him the, the G-Tech like right? every single time they saw him. Like, yo, eat this fish real quick if you agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they really did. So I understand he definitely responds to that when your heart is ready, though. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah, it's real. So, so I did that. Gay guy the ultimatum. And then... A week and a half later, I um I was in class. I was taking my um my final exam or whatever, right? So I'm in class, sitting next <laughs> sitting next to this girl I was trying to talk to. So I'm in class talking to her. I'm like, bro, my, my stomach hurt, bro. She like, you know, maybe you gotta go to the bathroom, you know, kiki ki, ha ha, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, nah, bro, this ain't that type of pain. Like, this is different. Okay. So finish the exam, whatever, whatever. I walk her to her dorm. So then I hop in the car. I slide to the crib. I'm like, dang, bro, my stomach hurt, man. Like, my side hurting. And I'm like, this ain't no regular, like, you got to go to the bathroom type pain. I'm like, this different. Yeah. So it's like, I ended up going to the hospital. My appendix oh, wow. About to bust. wow. Yeah. My appendix is about to bust. I'm so. thinking you got diarrhea. <laughs> so holy diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. So a week after I prayed, or prayed that to the Lord, was talking to the Lord. A week and a half, maybe after that, my appendix about to bust. I got to go to surgery. Mm. So they do surgery on me that day, right? Then my mom's come to school after I got out of surgery because, you know, I had to call them, let them know what's going on. So they come up to school. They're like, all right, we're going to take you home because, you know, semester done, you know, took your finals or whatever, whatever. You really got to stay. So I was like, all right, bet. So I ended up going home, home like a month early. Right, mm-hmm. so I'm home recovering maybe like a week and a half, two weeks after I'm home, which I didn't know it was the Lord at the time. Right, he was like, Ayo, you remember what you said? Took me right back, back to that moment. He's like, Remember what you said? He's like, Seek me and see if I'm real or not, or seek the Lord, see if you're real or not. Wow, so I was like, Oh, all right, bet. So I read the Bible, I read a chapter a day in the Bible. The fact that you heard that and was like, Oh, all right, bet <laughs> <laughs> for real. Like, this yeah. is, like, real, really how it happened, bro. Like, and he's like, I was like, all right, bet. So it's like, I read a chapter in the Bible every day, and then I would pray for, like, five minutes. And I did that every day. And it's like, I didn't know what to say after five minutes of prayer. So I was just like, all right. <laughs> so now, now, how's your prayer language? Is it like you just really just being honest and you talking kind of how, like, you talking to me? Or is it like yeah. you really get deep down and, uh, you know, traditional with the prayer? No. I do it like I try to do it as 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 like I would talk to somebody that's here because he because he is right right, right. yeah that's so my, with it. I, yeah I think my thing with prayer is like I don't know it's it was always weird to me how people would put on like a prayer voice or like a you know like 
Yeah. When you pray, you got to pray like this, because I'm like, Pharisee. Yeah, I don't talk to none Tennessee. of my friends like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't even talk to my pops like that. So it's like, why would I feel like I have to put on something to talk to God? And it's not even like I'm talking to God. It's like I'm talking to God. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just talk like I talk to, to one of my homies or something like that. I got you. Yeah. So I would do that, pray for like five minutes, and then I just did that. And then back then I had this FCA Bible. It was a purple FCA Bible. You did you um Festival Christian Athletes? No. Man, shout out to them, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that Bible when I was high school. Did not use it all of high school. But mm -hmm. um I got that Bible and it had this exercise in the back of it, right? It was like write down all of the traumatic events that happened in your life. Write them down on a band-aid, right? Don't leave nothing out. Like write down who hurt you, uh how they hurt you, why it hurt, like what happened, like all of that. Mm -hmm. on a band-aid once you finish praying about it you talk to the lord about all of it once you finish praying about it you rip it off right so i was like oh dang that's dope and i'll just do that whatever so i ain't even writing it down on the band-aid i'm just taking mental notes you feel me it's right. like well i'll talk to the lord about this i'll talk to the lord about that you know da 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 da, -da. so i'm in the house right by myself i'm about to make some lunch like, literally, I'm about to pull out some bread, some lunch meat, about to make me a dope sandwich, you feel me? So, pulling it out, putting it together, and then I was like, eh, you know what? I'll go ahead and pray while I'm making the sandwich. So, I started to pray, right? Bro, I get two seconds into my prayer, bro. I'm balding. In my Cheers. house. Bro, in my house, by myself, bro. About to make a sandwich. Wow. I am, like ugly crying, like snot coming out the nose, like just out of nowhere, bro. And I'm like, like cognitively yeah. in my head while I'm crying, I'm like, yo, why the heck am I crying right now, bro? Like, what is mm -hmm. going on? I'm crying for like 15, 20 minutes straight, bro. Like just talking to the Lord about all the stuff. Cause I'm sorry, I'm like, I gotta make it through this list. Like whatever, whatever. So I'm crying the whole time, bro. I get done and it's like, it's like everybody say, it's like, bro, you just feel like, I just felt different, bro. Like, I didn't even know what to call it at the time. It's like, now you know, it's like, oh, it's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Right. Just yeah. But it's like, back then, I was like, bro, I don't know what the heck. Just, <laughs> I don't know what happened, bro. But after that moment, bro, like, I was just like, yo, I got to find out who God is, like, for real, for real. So it's like, bro, I started, I literally read the Bible, like, I read the Bible, like, all day, bro. Like, I wake up early in the morning, read the Bible before I go to work. Free time at work, I'm reading the Bible. I get home at night, I'm reading the Bible. Like, and yeah. if I wasn't reading the Bible, bro, it was a couple preachers that I was listening to, I would be listening to them or reading the Bible or praying or something like that. But that was me for, like, three, four months, bro. Like, straight. Like, I just got to find out who God is, man. And then, I mean, that's, that's how it happened. Man, I mean, that's amazing because... I hear that that story uh, as far as when the Holy Spirit just jumps on you, you know what I'm saying, from a lot of people. And everybody that had that experience, that encounter, they just have some kind of spark in that relationship that they never be the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you'll never be able. And it, what's wild about it is, like, you know what was up in that moment. You know, mm -hmm. nobody else could have told you that was Buddha or something else. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. exactly who it was in that moment. And it became real to you. It just made you want to 
seek God and be more on fire for God, you know, and I think that's a big deal because a lot of people that are atheists, they don't get it when it comes to that. Because they look at the situation, man, I don't believe in God because of blah, blah, blah. Why will all this uh, evil in the world exist? And it's like you can give them all the answers. You can give them all the facts, but they still will have an issue with it because it's a heart issue. You know, it's not really a mental issue if they believe it or not. They, God's evidence is all over the place. He would be like yeah. the worst criminal, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if he was, sure. if he was evil, he didn't want to leave a trail of himself. He would be like the worst at it right now because his yeah. evidence is everywhere, mm -hmm. literally. So when you think about it from that perspective, you kind of ask yourself, like, why is it that people really do have this issue with God or accepting the fact that He's real? And when it comes down to it, it's just like Ramsey. It's a heart issue. Their heart is hardened towards mm -hmm. God, and I had to really learn that, like. Some people's hearts are really hardened towards God. And so, yeah. like, when you talk to them, it's not about if you're making sense or not, or if the Holy Spirit is even trying to get to them. It's the fact that they actually have a hardened heart. And mm -hmm. that, that, that type of person really requires a lot of prayer, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, to, to really help them get through that situation. So that's what I realized is that a lot of people that had these encounters with the Holy Spirit, they're on fire for God. And that's where you really see the difference between the two. You know, the people who's trying to look Christian versus the ones who really are Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's definitely a disconnect from that experience. And I'm happy that you were able to have it. Same, bro. Because I'm telling you, I probably wouldn't wouldn't be here if I did it, G. <laughs> yeah, you was, you was desperate in that moment. You said, God, I want you to show me yourself. Because you didn't show yourself to everybody else except me. And I know what that feeling is like, bro. Like, I do. I know what that feeling is like. You, you seeing other people deliver. You seeing other people experiencing a love. Uh, it's like a blind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You feel like an outsider for a minute. It's like I'm mm -hmm. here, but I'm not here. Yeah. So what's going on? You know? Yeah. And so when you actually had that happen to you, this fire just lights up, and you just want to tell everybody. So mm -hmm. take me through to the, the first time where, you know, I think for you it might be a little bit different considering the fact that you was a PK. So take me through a time where you was really, like, about to trust God and, and spread this gospel to somebody. Like, did you know personally? <laughs> um, Shoot, bro. To keep it a bean with you, it was probably, like, probably was, like, two, three months after I got saved. Yeah, so when I first got saved, bro, I had that encounter, bro, but it's like, I actually talked, it was a conversation I had with my dad. We was on our way to um to this event, and then, because um, he used to, um we used to rap together. So Okay. Yeah, so me and my dad used to rap together, so. We Wait, do y'all got, like, songs together for real? Like, yeah, like I can go look. Yeah, you're going to have to find them on SoundCloud. Oh, uh, see, look, if somebody <laughs> say SoundCloud, they was really doing it back in the day for real when streams was new. <laughs> for real. But, yeah, so me and my OG used to, um, me and my dad, we used to rap together. So we was on our way to an event. And then I was like, bro, I was like, dad, you know how it's like some people get saved, right? And it's like they just excited. They want to tell everybody. Like, they want to go out. I'm like, bro, that's not really me. Like. I know I'm saved, and I know I love the Lord. And this is me, like, two months saved. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know I'm saved, and I know I love the Lord and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm kind of just, just really, like, I'm cool with that. Like, like I'll tell you, 
but it's not like I feel this like this burning desire like hey yo I gotta go tell somebody like I can't yeah. just you feel me and he was like I mean just keep going it's like it'll come because I was on some real deal like yo am I broken or like <laughs> like what's going on you questioning but, yourself for real yeah. so it's like he was like nah just keep going and it's like at the time it's like I don't know if you you know these preachers or whatever but I was listening to this dude I was listening to three preachers primarily. Um, one of them, his name is Dan Moeller. Um, mm -hmm. another one. Is Shout Tyler out to Dan Payton. Moeller. Uh, I be talking to his son all the time, Dan Moeller Jr. That's my bro right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, we actually gonna be at an event in Pennsylvania next week. Okay. Okay. That's what's yeah, up, man. My, for real. It'll be my first time meeting him in person. Right. But um, I will watch Dan Moeller. I will watch Todd White, and then I will listen to um to Bill Johnson. Okay. Right, like those were my like. I would like binge them like Netflix, bro. Like wow. I'm telling you, like I if I was doing something, I had them in my ear. If I wasn't reading, I would be watching them on my TV. Like those are all I was listening to, right? So I found out Todd had a, um a Power and Love conference in Tampa. Okay, so I was like, hey yo, like I'm about to pull up, and I'm thinking it's gonna be a regular conference. You feel me? Like, oh, you just go, you listen to them preach, you go back to the hotel, you might go get some lunch, you come back for a night session, and you go back to the crib. Yeah. It's like, all right, bet, I'm going to go pull up. Man, I pull up, went with my mom, so me and her pull up, and then we go to the first service in the morning, and they preaching about healing, right, or teaching on healing. It's like, this is how you do it, this is what you do, da 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 and then they're like, all right, y'all going to go out, y'all going to pray for people, and then you're going to come back, and we're going to share testimonies, and we're going to start the next service. So I was like, wait, what? What, we going to go so out, like, out, and we going to pray for people? Is that how you were thinking? Yeah, I was hyped, though. I was like, oh, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. we about to go pray for people. <laughs> so they link us up in the thing, right? They're like, well, if you feel like you're really confident in doing this, like, come to the front, and then we want you to take somebody who's not super confident. So I went, I ended up going with somebody, right? So Wait, were you the confident one or the one that had to be oh, no, taken out there with first, someone? First time, I definitely was not super confident. But <laughs> we, we won't go just skip over yeah, that. <laughs> we, we don't skip over that. I was not the confident one at okay. first. But the thing is, is like I went with somebody who was confident and I ended up leaving them because I was like, I don't know if this is the way we're, I don't know if this is the, what we're supposed to be doing. So right. I ended up leaving them halfway through like, the, the break time and I ended up going to Walmart right so, so ended up going to Walmart and I'm just like okay Lord like alright we gonna do this like if I see somebody I'm gonna pray for them like we gonna get into it oh so, okay yeah. okay so you left the spot to go to Walmart and pray for somebody yeah okay so, so I'm like okay bet so it's like alright so I ended up seeing this dude he had um he had gout in his foot right so I ended up going to him. I was like, hey, like, yo, I see you limping. Like, what's going on? I was like, I'm a Christian. Like, would it be okay if I just pray for your foot, right? So he's like, ah, no. I was like, come on, man. It won't take no longer than, like, 10 minutes. Not 10 minutes. I mean, like, 5, 10 seconds. Right. So he was like, all right, whatever. Like, you can pray. So I pray for his foot, right? So he make this face, like, as I'm praying. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Now, he didn't start manifesting, <laughs> did he? <laughs> no, nah, he didn't start manifesting. Oh, you, like hey, that. look, I've been, I've been around deliverance a lot recently. So when I hear <laughs> people say, you make a face. That's the first place my mind goes. Oh, no. But he made a face like, 
confused, like, yo, what the heck? So I asked him, I was like, oh, well, what are you feeling? He's like, it's like my foot is like really hot. And I was like, do you still feel pain in it? And he's like, nah. So he walking on his foot and I'm like, I'm blown, right? Because I'm like, bro. You, <laughs> you like, stop playing. <laughs> I'm like, bro, for real. I'm like, I'm literally at this man like, bro, don't lie to me, bro. Like, you ain't really got to. <laughs> You ain't got to fake it, bro. If it's not better, just say that. You feel me? <laughs> Bro's real deal. Like, like, nah, bro. Like, my foot is bad. He's walking on it. And I'm like, bro, stomp on your foot right now, bro. If it's better, like, stomp on it. Bro, he start. I'm like, yo, what the heck, bro? <laughs> so I'm blown because I'm just like, yo, God's really real. Like, for real. Like, right. it's not like he touched me and it's like, I knew he was real. But then it was like, oh, no, nah, he's real. He wants to, like, use me. He wants to, like, work through me. So it's not like on reading about all this stuff that happened in the Bible. It's like, no, nah, the Bible is real, like, right now. So it's right. like, bro, bro, after that, I was just like, yo, what the heck? So it's like, I'm going Man. to Walmart. I'm trying to find all the people, bro. <laughs> I'm so serious. You cracking bro. me up right now, man. I'm just imagining, you know, like, uh, that Peter Parker moment where he realized I got I got spotty sisters, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> let me go climb up every wall real quick. You saw about, I'm about to hit up everybody in Walmart. That's <laughs> bro. So I'm telling you that time is like, bro, I seen somebody. I remember this was the next day we went out, right? And then we were talking about um, prophecy and like words of knowledge and like how the Lord will speak to you. Bro, mm -hmm. first time I've ever like heard of anything like that. I go back to Walmart because Walmart is the spot now. Okay. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> most definitely. You're like, look, they need me in Walmart. I'm going. <laughs> for real. So I go to Walmart. I walk past one of the workers, right? And I'm just, I'm just walking, right? I'm just looking for people. So I heard the Lord say he had a life death situation. So I was like, what? So I'm like, okay. I just go ask. I said, the worst, the worst thing that happens is he looks at me and he thinks I'm crazy, right? Right. That's that's the bar far the worst thing that'll happen in Walmart. So mm -hmm. I go to the dude and I'm like, hey yo, like I passed you and I felt like the Lord was telling me that you got a life you had a life death situation, but then the Lord was like, But tell him I sent angels there to like protect him and watch over him, stuff like that. So I tell him that and then he's like, Bro, are you serious, bro? And I'm thinking like, but I could be wrong, bro. Like <laughs> I could be. And he's like, Bro, like I tried to kill myself three months ago. And wow, I, I was blow. I was like, Yo, what the heck? So then I started ministering to him. I'm like, bro, like the Lord literally protected you. He told me I ain't just to protect you. Like, bro, do you have a relationship with the Lord? And all the stuff like that. Bro, I walk away from there and I'm just like, I'm blowed even more. Because I'm like, Yo, God just spoke to me. Like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's real like that, man. Because like when, when you're not used to it and it's your first time, it's really happening. It's like even while you're approaching this other person, you're kind of like you don't even know. You just take it's, yeah. it's really faith. It's faith, really. Yeah, because you, you're really like, was that my conscience or was that God? But mm -hmm. then you get this tug on your heart where it's like, nah, that's God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I always had that moment happen for me sometimes. Like it even happened to me recently when I was in the theater. I was in AMC 24. We was watching uh, please come out and well come out in Jesus name, and we were in the theater. And I'm sitting there, and there was this guy sitting in front of me. And I don't know why, when 
he was doing the deliverance prayer up there. Uh, I'm looking at this guy, and I just felt this tug in my heart, like, go talk to him. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. And so after the movie was over, we started walking around, everyone getting prayed on. And I'm noticing that this guy is really by himself. Like, he really tucked himself in the corner. Long story short, I just like, man, I don't know what guy want me to tell this person, but I know I'm feeling called to go over there. Mm-hmm. So I walk over there to him. And then I, this is why it's important to just be honest and be real with yourself, too. We don't have to have all the answers. God will definitely speak for you but- or through you. When the time comes, the Holy Spirit just wants you to be obedient. And so that's why when you're in Walmart and you're like, I, don't, I hear something, I don't know why God's telling me to talk to this person. It's just about being obedient so the Holy Spirit can really use you as a vessel. So in that same situation, I'm being obedient. I don't know what the heck I'm going to talk to this guy about. But as I'm talking to him, I'm here, it's like I'm getting a download in yeah. my head. And I know it's not coming from me, but I'm saying it as I'm hearing it mm-hmm. to this person. And as I'm talking to him, he starts bald face crying. And I said, look, things like I wouldn't even know. You got unforgiveness in your heart. You need to forgive that person. Boom. Like, he like, like how you know this? Like, you were in my head. Like, have you been stalking me? Like, no. Seriously. Yeah. I felt that the Holy Spirit told me you have unforgiveness in your heart. You need to forgive this person. So that way you can be set free. Mm-hmm. He forgives this person. And he starts bald face crying. And then he starts coughing up that demon. And deliverance happens. But I've never done that myself before Mm -hmm. it was just about being obedient to that voice and to that call so i think that's important because a lot of people are in this position where they don't feel that confidence because Mm -hmm. they've never done it before so it's it's new to them so they're like i don't know if i should i know i hear something but i don't think i'm the one you know what i'm saying you start this like maybe that's for the pastor let me go tell the pastor Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying what i felt like god was telling me god was telling you that so on, you need, bro. You need to be obedient and go follow because what's going to happen is two things. That person is going to get delivered because you were obedient and your faith is going to grow. Yep. And God is going to be able to use you for more for the yep. kingdom. So, yeah, that's a big deal, man, being obedient. Bruh. So I just want to say appreciate you for doing that because because you were obedient, other people got delivered. Facts, bro. The same thing with you, though. Yeah. And it's like to tag on to what you were saying. It's like, bro, I always tell people. Cause it's like me and I got a homegirl. Me and her, we teach um, we teach like physical healing, like at like conferences and stuff together. Mm-hmm. But um, what I always tell people in the classes is like, yo, if you out there, one, it's like the Lord's already given us the most like for most people. There's some people out there that don't have it, but the most prophetic gift that you could ever even that you could ever even have when it comes down to physical sit- healing is like, bro, He gave you two eyes that work. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, if you see somebody limping, go ask. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, also, it's like, if you hear him say something about somebody, it's like, trust the fact that he knows how to lead you better than you know how to listen. Mm. It's like, bro, he can lead. He can lead and he can guide you through anything you anything you're thinking. So it's like, bro, if you hearing something, I would just trust that it's him versus trusting that it's your flesh or trusting that it's X, Y, and Z because it's like, I mean, that's not really going to lead you anywhere. Right. And it's like, bro, it's not the end of the world being wrong. Absolutely. And, and so, something on the flip side of that is sometimes we might do something. We, we might, let's say, for an example, you pray over somebody, you pray for them to be healed, and it doesn't happen in that moment. And then is it like, did God not hear my prayer? Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm praying for this person to be healed, but they're not healed. 
we have to also take ourselves out of the equation. It's not always about us. It's about that individual we're praying for talk, as well. Talk about it, bro. Because there's a spiritual warfare going on, and you can intercede for somebody, but sometimes they create their own roadblocks mm -hmm. to their mm -hmm. deliverance. Mm -hmm. And so while, while you're praying for this person, the angels are fighting in the spirit, but they blocking. Mm -hmm. They got roadblocks in their heart. They got unforgiveness in their heart. They got certain things in their heart that's giving the devil access to that position that he has in their life. Mm -hmm. And they have to deal with that internally as well. Mm -hmm. That's why sometimes people go through different things in their lives and they don't they don't understand why I'm always depressed, why I'm always struggling. But what are you not doing correctly? Or what are you not listening to that God is telling you to, to change about yourself? You know, yeah. sometimes we can build our own roadblocks and put mm -hmm. ourselves behind the wall. And that's all we got to do is just listen to that voice of God. People need to listen to God's voice because he is constantly giving them warning signs and they're mm -hmm. constantly ignoring his voice and they're going down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And then when they end up in places and they like, how did I get here? It's because they ignored every sign God put in front of them. Yeah. That's what That's it's about, good. man. For real. So, so now as far as the music go for you, man, so, I know we kind of so weird transition. I just want to transition back to the music real quick. Cause last time I did this, <laughs> uh, it was me and John Gabbana. I just had him up here, mm -hmm. and bro, bro, we talked for two hours and a half. The Holy Spirit really took over that live. I'm telling you for real, for real. And so, well, that, first of all, let me say, Holy Spirit, have your way. I'm not mm -hmm. blocking nothing that you got going on right now. So if there's something that you want us to say right now on this on this platform. You know the platform is yours. I'm never going to step in the way of that. But as far as the music go, man, what are your goals right now? What is your mission with the music? Consistency. <laughs> bro, honestly, that's just been the whole, that's been the, the, that's the theme of this year is like, bro, just be consistent. It's like, it's going to go where it needs to go. Mm -hmm. For me, I've, I have like aspirations. It's like, oh, I would love one of my songs to hit like a million streams this year. It's like I'd love to grow like my monthly listeners on Spotify. It's like all those things like that. Um, but it's like I wrote them down in my, my vision board. It's like write the vision, make it plain, like do all the things and all the stuff like that. But it's, I just hold it like this, right? Because I feel mm -hmm. like it for me at least, it's not everybody. This is probably just a me thing. Or me and a couple people think. I don't know. But I feel like sometimes when I put like hard goals on something and those goals aren't met it makes it harder to be consistent when it's like if you're consistent nine times out of ten you just gonna run into the milestones anyway mm -hmm. so my thing is just being consistent day in and day out um doing what the lord's calling me to do um taking taking it to whoever he calls me to take it to right as far as like music and just like sharing the message that he wants me to share, but doing it in as dope a way as possible. Um, so it's like, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not, not to sound cocky, not to sound arrogant, not to sound any of these things. It's like, I, I, it's hard for me to get with people who be like, Hey, yo, I'm doing this for Jesus name. And it's like, bro, it don't sound good. Like I love you. Right. Like with all the love of Christ, but bro, it's like you need people around you to either help you like shape and mold it a little bit. Right. And it's not to sound like mainstream. It's not to sound like what's already out there. It's just like 
to help you hone it in a way to where it's like you can uniquely do whatever you want to do. It mm -hmm. just sounds better. You feel what I'm saying? I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of like some people are called to sing, mm -hmm. and then everyone's called to worship. Yep. It's like that. It's like some people got that voice, mm -hmm. and they're like, man, this is your position. This is what God put his hand on your life for. But yeah. then there's other people, and you can't hit a note at all, but they're going to praise God. You know what I'm saying? And so we we can't stop the growth when you praising God, but then and then I definitely know where you're coming from um, because some people just are into everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I think I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that tomorrow. But really, you should probably just pray about it and see if that's where God wants you to be. Now, yeah. the Holy Spirit is telling you to do that, man, then all men go do it but what happens is a lot of people they aren't praying first they're acting first and then praying for help once they get there <laughs> and it's like bro you if you would have just asked me i would have told you don't go that way yeah you know what i'm saying but because you didn't you went that way now you need my help because you you didn't crash you know what i'm saying and so that's what happens people need to pray first and let the holy spirit lead we mess up when we try to lead and then ask the holy spirit for help you know what I'm saying? He's going to get you on the right path, but you definitely waste a lot of time when you're going in the wrong direction because you didn't ask in the first place. Yeah, you're not wrong, bro. The scripture yeah. always fine, and it's like, you remember that scripture in the Old Testament where Israel going out and they conquering all the land and that nation come and they like, hey, yo, we your neighbors. Like, we don't yeah. want to vote, for real. We just want to let us be a servant. But it's like, they ask the Lord, and it turns out that that was one of the nations they were supposed to conquer. But since they didn't ask the Lord, it's like they got tricked. Yeah. It's like the Lord honored their agreement that they made, which to me is crazy, because I'm like, you're God. Like, yeah. You could have you just been like, yeah, y'all got tricked. I'm not going to honor that, though, but it's going to be a lesson next time you ask, because it's like <laughs> that's how a lot of people parent high keto. They'd be yeah. like, look, I ain't going to cover your mess. You need to fix X, Y, Z. But it's like, the Lord's like, I got you. You made that. It's done. But it's like, because you didn't ask me first, or because right. you didn't me first, you actually fell into this. So it's like, for us, and it's like, I'm victim to it, too. So it's like, I ain't gonna act like, you know. Everybody I, is. Yeah. Everybody is, for sure. Yeah, I always ask to seek the Lord, or X, Y, and Z, in every single matter. But it's like, yeah, it's like, ask the Lord, he gonna be like, yeah, he gonna be like, no. And then it's your job to listen for me. Yeah. yeah. And, and that just leads us to the point where it's important to have a relationship with God to the point where you actually hear his voice. Yeah. You know, I know when I was backsliding, I know when that voice went quiet on me mm -hmm. and I saw how my life changed. Mm -hmm. When that voice goes quiet on you, your conscious is like, where are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't even think I got a conscience anymore. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. Because that's when the devil can really blind the mind. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, it's almost like you don't even believe. You know, yeah. when your conscience go blank on you like that. So you'll start doing things, and you're not even thinking about it. I mean, things that go against the way you were brought up and raised. Yeah. Or things you should know better, yeah. but you don't do better. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you're just living life, and then something happens. It's always, it's, that's how it works, man. It's always a crisis that hits you, and God sits you down. He'll humble you. And he's going to give you a crossroad. And one thing I know, this is how I know God sends nobody to hell. Because he will hit you with so many crossroads and give you opportunity and opportunity where you know what's God talking to you. And you made the decision personally to either accept it or reject it. 
in those Fact. moments. God will never throw a, 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 a trick question at you. It's always direct. When you was crying in the kitchen, when you was about to make that dope sandwich, it was <laughs> a direct approach at you, yeah. and you felt that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way he encounters people. Yeah. Every time he encounters you, it's something that is going to stand out like something you've never had happen before in your life mm -hmm. because there will be no excuse for you. Mm -hmm. if, when you die and you, you're not, your heart not in the right place with God, it's going to be your fault. And what I've been hearing time and time again is that when people die and go to hell, they feel like they deserve to be there because they know exactly where they went wrong. It's not people in hell that don't know why they did. They yeah. know exactly where they messed up because mm -hmm. God... When I tell you, he knows all. He knows the secrets that you're trying to hide from other people. And Facts. so when, when those secrets that you're trying to hide from other people, he know about, and he convicts you on those things, and you sit there and you deny him every single day and you don't repent for those things, what happens is when things don't happen in the way that uh, uh, you think it's going to go, it's a lesson there. And in that lesson, that's where you're going to hit that crossroad. Are you going to learn or are you going to continue to do wrong? Come on. So God does not send nobody to hell it's really a choice yeah it's either you're going to pick yourself or you're going to pick god mm -hmm. you're going to pick to follow your will you're going to follow god's will mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of people miss the course at and then so we end up with a lot of people creating these different things that's why you got new age they want to find something where they feel comfortable i can do me mm -hmm. and i can still feel spiritually correct it's yeah. always a counterfeit you got to feel spiritually correct because you know there's life after death. Mm -hmm. You know there's something after this life we live. Yeah. So you're trying to create a own, your own situation in your mind yeah. so you can live comfortably in whatever sin you're living in. Yeah. And that's why the world is the way it is today right now. Yeah. People want a God in their own image, bro. Yeah. yeah. People, People want to be God. Yeah. It's like they want a God that's okay with everything that they do and then they still get into heaven at the end because, you know, I was better than I was, you know, a lot of people. Or I did more good than I did bad and all the stuff like that. But it's like, yo, God don't work like that, bro. <laughs> right. Like, you know, just the Pharisees had a, a hard time um, dealing with Jesus' teachings because he called them hypocrites. Mm -hmm. And in their mind, they felt like they were the one. You know what I'm saying? They felt yeah. like if anybody is going to be approved by God, it's us because of the way we live. Mm -hmm. We're mm -hmm. teaching other people to follow God. Mm -hmm. Who are mm -hmm. you to tell me I'm a hypocrite? Do you think you're better than I? They didn't have mm -hmm. the revelation that yeah. he was the Messiah because they were so blind by their own ego. Yeah. By the traditions. Yeah. But it's like, too, though, I ain't gonna lie. Jesus was mad disrespectful, bro. <laughs> In the righteous anger. Righteous anger. No, I ain't talking about that i'm just talking about to the perspective of jews back into back in the day right oh yeah to their like, standards yeah you, to their standards bro it's like jesus was doing stuff that would get you excommunicated from actually being a jew yeah like you no longer in the family type stuff so it's like for them it's like yo this man is crazy but it's like you said it's like bro you you so blind and so fixed on tradition to when Jesus is like, oh, do you know the saying is like, I'd rather have what than sacrifice? Listen, <laughs> in, a, in a way, Jesus came down here to set the record straight. He did, These bro. people out here, they 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 thinking they're they're approved by God and, and they think they follow His standards, right? Mm -hmm. And Jesus 
just had to let them know that, nah, listen, nobody follows all those standards. You need a savior because of the mentality that they had. They didn't need them. You get what I'm saying? They felt mm -hmm. like they was religiously correct. In our words, you could say politically correct. They felt mm -hmm. like they were religiously correct with the way yeah. they live. And so when Jesus came down here and he started to explain to them, it's about your heart, not about your appearances. Yeah. They couldn't get jiggy with that message because it's like, listen now, I'm already I'm already doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'll go out, right. I'll party, I'll do none of these things. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling me I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. And it's because with the mentality they had, they wouldn't have needed a savior. He was really mm -hmm. making a point to them. Yeah. You need a savior. I'm here mm -hmm. to save you. Yeah. But you're not listening. That's why he said those who have ears, let them hear. Yeah. He's telling them, I'm here to save you. But mm -hmm. because you are so full of yourself, you don't see it. I am the Messiah that you're looking for. You get what I'm saying? They were so lost in the song. They were yeah. lost in the so I didn't know what was going on. They started to look at him like he was a false prophet. Yeah, and he, seeing they couldn't see. Yeah, and he's like, I'm walking in the authority that was given to me. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For yeah. real. And, and oh. nobody likes that because they, they had the clout. Everyone was looking at them like they were. Yeah, yeah, they were the, no, they had that image. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And he really came. Like, who's this guy from Nazareth? You know what I'm saying? And, right. and like, what good comes out of Nazareth? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was the hood. They was looking at that like, what? Bro, you from where? You're not wrong, though, bro. I've never thought of the That was the hood. Yeah. You just came straight <laughs> out of the hood, bro. Like, bro, get out of here. Yeah. Like, who you people? Oh, man. Ain't nothing good coming out of Nazareth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's crazy when you think about it. Because think about it, Jesus was really, he really went through it all, bro. Like when I tell you, he went through it all. Can you imagine if, I'm just going to try to use this as an example. God, please help me say this the right way. But if, if I was born and my mom was a virgin mm -hmm. and everyone out here in the streets talking like, listen, man, your mom. She ain't no virgin, dog. Like she was sleeping with somebody. Mm -hmm. You you ain't just get here. He went through that. You know, yeah. he went through that, that where people were talking about him behind his back as he was growing up. Mm -hmm. But what happened was because he followed he he lived that life in a in perfection. He dealt with everything that was ever given to him. You mm -hmm. know, and, and the devil was trying to kill him from the moment he was born. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. Man. And, and so craziest thinking about the aspect of jesus's life the craziest thing is like is knowing sin isn't just outward sin is internal as well right right so it's like yo you can't even like you don't even have a wrong thought or perspective towards like the people who are doing things towards you if that makes sense right. so it's right. like your heart's in the right place like you ain't got a bad motive like your good ain't being evil spoken of. Well, I mean, it is being evil spoken of, but your heart yeah. <laughs> is not really, like, evil or any type of thing like that. So I'm, like, thinking of, like, moments in the garden to where it's like, oh, you feel the anguish. On the cross, it's like mm -hmm. no anguish in you, no bad thought in you. It's like, I tell people it's a, um, dang, I forgot what chapter it is. 
But it's like Jesus experienced racism to where it's like he was trying to go to Jer Jerusalem and right. it's like old town wouldn't even let him go through the town because he was Jewish. It's like right. there's no wrong perspective in you. It's like, oh, I still love y'all. It's like ain't nothing bad towards you. And I'm just like, bro, it's crazy. And it's like, to me, that's the thing I shoot for. Like, I just want my heart to be in such a space to where it's like any environment or anything that I experience, it doesn't have a grip on my expression of Jesus' love. Bro. Right. And, yeah. Know. That's deep. I mean, we're we're called to be the environment changes, man. Like, when we step in the room, the Holy Spirit is going to irritate some demons if you're living right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you really be in your prayer closet, man, that spirit is woke. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's gonna sense. It's gonna sense things around you, mm -hmm. you know. And, and when people that got that spiritual blindness, they're not gonna notice it. You know, they might just think this person crazy. They on drugs, and you like, nah, that person possessed. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like you see things differently. Um, and, and one thing I can say about Christ, when when it comes down to you know we leading up to uh, Easter and all of that right now, right? And so I'm thinking about the cross. And, and this whole week, I've been thinking about the cross, the sacrifice he really did for us, man, and how deep that is. And, and one of the revelations God gave me this week is that until people really understand what he did for them on the cross, they won't ever be able to love him the way that they should. Because mm -hmm. you can't skip that. That mm -hmm. sacrifice is what's going to build. That's, that's where the relationship really starts for you. That mm -hmm. sacrifice that what he did for you on the cross, the blood that he shed for you on the cross is where that relationship really begins for you. Mm -hmm. Because he took on all your sin, literally, mm -hmm. on that cross. Stuff, he took your charge, bro. Like, for real. anything that you could have did wrong, he ate that for you yeah. on the cross. And in a physical way, a physical torment way, he really took your place on the cross. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and for you, when, this is why I, I talk about relationships so much. Because if you got a friend in the street and they took a bullet for you, it's going to hit different. Y'all relationship going to forever be different mm -hmm. because that person took a bullet for you. In a sense, Jesus did way yeah. more. He didn't yeah. just take a bullet for you. He laid down his life for you. There is no greater love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he literally took your place for you. Yeah. Now what are you going to do with it? If your homie took a bullet for you right now, would you dog him? Would you throw him to the street? Yeah. Would you kick him? Come on, bro. Would you kick him while he down, Come or would on, you help him through the process? Would you do everything? Say, yo, what can I do for you, bro? Mm -hmm. But if we can treat a homie in the street like that, why are we treating God different? You get what I'm saying? Why people treat That's God right. different? It's because they didn't understand the sacrifice at the cross. Mm -hmm. Because when they understand that that was a personal thing He did for you, you'll never be able to look at life the same, bro. Yeah. So yeah. when you go out here. And, and you sinning, right? And don't, don't get me wrong, we all falling short. We do make mistakes. But when you sinning, now all of a sudden, it's personal. It's like, Dad, this dude took a bullet for me. Why would I do him like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why, why would, I can't. Loyalty, bro. Loyalty. Come on, that's real. You know, that, that's why that cross is so important. That's where it's established. That's where the root is. That's the foundation of everything. So he was telling me this week, you got to understand what happened at that cross. Mm -hmm. There's a re reason. Why the holes is still in his hands. Mm -hmm. There's a, a reason for that. That's a reminder. It was significant. Yeah. He don't want you to ever forget. You don't think God got the power to clean, to close the holes up in his hands? Of course he does. 
But there was a significance that took place on that cross for each and every one of us, and he don't want us to ever forget it. Yeah. You know? So, and so until people really get that concept of what actually took place, that's what really helps people dealing with sin, man. If you're struggling with sin, reevaluate the cross. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling with sin, reevaluate what was actually done for you and what, what he went through to cover that sin. Mm-hmm. I think... No, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you good. You good. No, I think you know that's how that's how I be the Holy Spirit be leading. I right? just keep going so far. You got <laughs> No, for me, I think I'm the step. I'm the step right before that right now. Cause right. for the last, for the last, I'll say a couple. I say week or two. It's just an on and off meditation. But I was talking to the Lord and I was like, "Yo, I really want to understand your mercy." Mm. Like, and He said. In order for you to understand your mercy, you'd have to understand the severity of the state that you were in. And, mm. and it's like, not only do you have to understand, like, what state you were in, you have to understand my righteousness. And it's like, like once you can understand those two, then you'll actually grasp, like, what my mercy is. And you can yeah. actually, like, appreciate it. And I was like, yo, okay, so where do I dive into... <laughs> Yeah. Where do I dive in to understand the severity of like the crap that I was in? And it's like I'm diving in, you know, Old Testament stuff is like seeing how he created us and all the things like that. But it's like I think for me I'm in the stage right now of waiting for it to like to hit. Because it's different, you know, you can know it here, but it's like it's different when you know it like here. And I feel like it's for me at least it's like falling into this trap of like subconscious self-righteousness or like mm-hmm. self-conscious like comparison to the point of not to where it's like i'm like oh i'm better than this person but it's like i look at you, you can look at what i've done and i can look at like a rap sheet that's quote unquote longer than mine right. of like transgressions against the lord and i'm like lord i was bad but i wasn't like you know i wasn't like right that, but dude. that's why that's why he hit us with those standards yep. none of us qualify for those standards exactly. you know they thought they thought if you followed the ten commandments that was good enough now nah, he said listen if you look at a woman with lust you already cheated on your Come wife on, bro. whoa wait a minute hold, Talk about it. hold on wait a second wait because up to that point they like well i can look but i ain't gonna touch you know what i'm saying yeah and he like, like no bro. you already did it in your heart because yeah. of the opportunity presented itself your heart is ready that mm-hmm. means you did it already. Yeah. If you hate somebody, you already murdered them. You yeah. already killed them. Come on, bro. Talk about it. Because it's about your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's looking mm-hmm. at. He's not looking at the outward appearance. He's not looking at how you look to other people. He's mm-hmm. not looking to see if you are a humanitarian. Yeah. Or, a, a, or a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He's looking at your heart because he knows those things that only you mm-hmm. know. He knows those mm-hmm. things that you hold to your grave. You get what but, I'm saying? And right. so that's what he's looking at you about. Mm-hmm. And when you get judged, all of that's brought out to the law. All of it come out. Right. All of it. And if you ain't got Jesus in your corner, like, you hurt. You're done. You're done. Because you're yeah. Jesus is going to stop up and be like, listen, I died for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's already been forgiven. As far as where you at right now in this season of your life, where you feel like God is calling you to um, right now? Shoot, bro. I got a lot going on. Um. So right now, I'm actually in the middle one of doing like mentorship. So, so I got this group 
that um just mentoring them in music and just you know walk with the lord and stuff like that but i got a group and mm -hmm. i found him actually through my wife a lot of them through my wife um they just dope like bro they can rap they can sing like they're talented bro but it's like they just weren't doing nothing with it so i was like bro what are y'all doing it's like all y'all love the lord yo what up right here but um i'm like all y'all right. love the lord and it's like y'all could be using this gift and it's like y'all are fire like for real so one i'm trying to raise them up as like artists but people of god honestly who is like, yo, I want you to represent the Lord in your gift and in your excellence, but also I'm trying to, like, change the way a lot of CHH artistry is done. Um, And it's not like I'm, like, putting this at the forefront of my flagship, right? This is just like, oh, no, when we show right. up and we go do events, it's like, yo, we'll kick it in the green room, but most of our ministry is outside where the people are. You feel what I'm saying? Right now, while we have the ability right. to, it's like, we pull up to a show, we out there with the people before the show, we out there praying for people, we out there chopping it up, we out there ministering, we do our show, we ministering, and then we ministering after the con after the, the show or the conference or wherever we at. So, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. That's what it's all about. So it's like, it's like, and it's like, yeah. that's what I pride myself on more, because it's like, I can give you, which I do, it's like, I, I try to intentionally when i do my music it's like no nah, i want to create space for like the holy spirit to move while you're listening to the music but to me it's like it's only that much more mm -hmm. effective when i'm actually in your presence you feel what i'm saying so it's like music brought me to a place right. right it's like it's only for the lord to be more exalted in that place while i'm there yeah so right for me, it's like, Definitely. I talk to them all the time. I'm like, yo, what would it look like if you stopped the set and you're like, oh, no, we're actually going to go after healing right now. Or it's like, no, we actually, I feel like the Lord is saying, like, does this relate to anybody? Like, let's cover them. So it's like, in my last, in my last show I went, I did in, um, in Lansing, Michigan. It's like, that's what we did. It's like, I'm doing a song. I'm doing um, Psalm 777. The Lord got me stuck on one line of the song, right? So it, I'm trying to move right. past it, but it's like, yo, this line is just, it's just sticking. It's just sticking. So I stopped the whole, and I'm like, yo, I feel like the Lord, da 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 da, da. If this is you, raise your hand. Or like 10 people raise their hand. So I get them to the front, and everybody wow. around them, we're praying for them. And it's like, bro, that's what, that's what we have the ability to do if we choose to stop and just see what the Lord wants to do. And it's like, we allow the space that we're given to become like a platform to just do like a show or just do a performance or like all the things like that and it's not to say that you don't give people that but it's like that's not the goal that's not the forefront that's not like that's not the mission if that if that's what you will it's like the mission is to get in front of people and give people jesus it's like, we don't give them a dope show. It's like, we're going to make sure it sounds great. We're going to make sure we perform. We're going to make sure we're in shape so we can give, like, the people what they deserve. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, if the Lord says, hey, I need you to pivot and do this, it's like, that's what I'm trying to raise people to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's true discipleship, you know, and, and you 
can look at your, you know, your mm -hmm. talent as a vehicle to win souls. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, um, Jesus wanted us to be fishers of men, right? So when you're out there fishing, it's going to require a bait sometimes to catch a fish or attract fish. So your your music, in some ways, is kind of like a spiritual bait because people know what they like. You know, people know, hey, I love this music that sounds like this. Some people that want to even entertain walking into that environment, now all of a sudden, it's like, let me see what they got going on over here. I can't tell you how many times I've been to big events that were outdoors and it was out in the public, you know, and, and they just thinking, they see a lot of people, it's a concert. Yeah. Let me pull up and see what they got going on over here. Then they walk into something completely yep. different than anything they thought they was going to get, mm -hmm. and, they, and they get Jesus, you know what I'm saying, in that moment. And they thinking they're just going to a concert because they see people. This one thing that people need to understand. People love Jesus. You know, it, it, mm -hmm. in spite of what you might think, you know, because of the way the world portrays mm -hmm. it and filter everything you see, people that are really mm -hmm. attached to the body of Christ love Jesus. When, they, when they're fellowshipping together, it's a certain type mm -hmm. of presence that's filling those people, and they're having this kind of a, a Holy Ghost fire type of event and now to somebody else it could look like a, a, a concert that but to people that's really tapped in nah yeah. that's that fellowship and it hit different you know and so other people see that they don't know what's going on they get in the building and then all of a sudden they seeing you on fire for god you on fire for god mm -hmm. why is these people so on fire for jesus and then that question starts to, um, to hit them in their heart mm -hmm. they got something i don't have what is it it's different, bro. I'm telling you. I know people, when they enter these spaces, they can immediately after they leave say they were different because I felt love. Like, these people really actually show love to me. Like, everybody, this is what they, a lot of times I hear. Yeah. Like, oh. everybody was just so happy. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, everyone was just smiling. People didn't even know me, came up, shaking, shaking my hand. They're giving me hugs. Where they do that at? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're really from the street, you like, where they do that at? Because where I'm from, we ain't going to do that. You look at me, I'm going to say, what's good? I'm going to keep walking. But over here, they say, hey, how you doing today? And it felt like yeah. they actually cared. That's weird. That's weird to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. well, you actually care about my day? That's, that's crazy. You actually care about my soul? That's deep. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So it connects yeah, with people. Yeah, because in the goodness of God, right? Yes. It's, you show a stranger yeah. undeserved, unmerited, unlike one love. It's like, yeah. Unconditional. It's, it's genuine. Because really. you don't know, you know this person. Saint, but it's like, I already yeah. love you, and I actually do care about you, and I actually do show that in my conversation with you. And it's like, at myself. And it's like, like right. that's weird, too. Like you say, it's like, that's a lot of people because it's like, ain't nobody yeah. doing that. I mean, a lot of times... <laughs> When people ain't from this environment, when people not really in it like that, they come in from the street. And I always say from the street because if you ain't with God, you really kind of like in the street to me. So when I say that, it's like saying in the world. For real, for real. You kind of like, you kind of just out there. You know what I'm saying? Because we going to get saved and there's going to be a lot of people that's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you really out there in the street. Mm -hmm. You ain't got no mm -hmm. shelter. You really hurting right now. And so when I see people that's like that in the street and they and they come in, and they're like, yo, people, they say that I love you, bro. Like, that's weird to me. You know, some people, they, don't, they ain't never heard that in their life. And they, they step in this environment for two seconds. 
and they got hey i just wanted to let you know man i love you so much because jesus just put this in me in me to tell you this man and to give him a word and it's like man you know that's different it's impactful you know what i'm saying and it's definitely something that is genuine and that's why it resonates with people and they can respect you there's a lot of people that don't even agree yeah. but they can respect you if you're genuine yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. about what you're I talking about that, bro because people can it's like i always go to the verse where jesus where jesus ain't say this paul said it in Romans, where he's like the name of god is blaspheming for your name's sake i just be like that just be hit different to where it's right. like paul's like yo jesus got a bad reputation because of you bro like you being somebody who represents mm -hmm. him is leaving a bad taste in people's mouth. And I'm like, yo, Lord, let that be far from it <laughs> with me. I'm like, but it's, it's like, right. that's what we aim to, or that's what we do when we show that kind of love. It's like, oh, no, nah. it's like you had a bad representation of Christ. And it's like, you might have had this from right. parents. Church, church, church hurt, hurt. you got all these things going on. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like, that's going to stop with me. So it's like, when you meet me and you step into my presence, it's like, yo, you, you've entered into the presence of like, nah, bro, I'm a real, like, I'm a real one. Like, I believe the Lord, bro. I love the Lord. And he's not just like, I didn't just incorporate him into my life. Like, no, he's Lord of my life, bro. So it's like, he governs how I treat you. He governs yeah. how I conduct business. He governs all of these things. So it's like, when you experience like, being done right it's like you're experiencing him exactly i mean it's it's really a process you know and a lot of people um they're in different areas i should say different places and they walk you know what i'm saying we're all going to the same destination if you truly believe but it's also a process and so you know the bible tells us about looking at people and judging about a fruit um but this the part of that fruit that has to grow, there's a part of that process. It starts off as a seed, mm -hmm. but then it starts to grow, and then it starts to give fruit. And so sometimes people come with this judgmental um, idea where they can look at somebody, oh, you Christian, huh? All right, I don't see no fruit. But did you even ask where they at in that process? You know what I'm saying? You did you it, even take the time to pray about it? Did you? I, I'm just saying, like, how do we skip things that's so simple? Because the last time I checked, the devil is the author of confusion. Because this stuff is really mm -hmm. simple when you think about it. There are mysteries of God. Don't get me wrong. But don't you don't you think it's in our best interest that he gives mm -hmm. it to us in a way that we can understand? Like, that's in everyone's best interest. Yeah. He wasn't complicated for us if we got the Holy Spirit in yeah. us. That's why the Holy Spirit is our teacher. So when you're in situations where you're looking like, mm -hmm. you need to ask yourself, mm -hmm. do I know this individual? Before I cast judgment on this individual, mm -hmm. do I know where they are and they walk? Oh, you say you're a Christian, huh? Well, why are you doing this? I don't understand. I don't see the fruit. Well, are they still growing in a process? Are they actually going to the Father and asking for forgiveness and seeking God's mm -hmm. guidance and, and, and wisdom? Because it's a process for everybody. Because if anyone tell you they got saved and all of a sudden they never sinned again, They've never done anything wrong. They never made a mistake. They lie. I'm just saying. Because at the end of the day, it's a process. We have to grow. You know what I'm saying? We have to learn. Some things you don't know until you read. So you got to get in the word. Mm -hmm. And what if you ain't got there yet? You know what I'm saying? What if you ain't got there yet? You ain't got to that scripture yet that was letting you yeah. know you was wrong in that situation. Come on, bro. And now you got to go back and repent. Talk about now you got to go back and ask somebody to forgive you. 
because now you read the word and the word says you shouldn't do this. And so now you mm -hmm. go back to the individual and ask for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Because you realize you were wrong, but that's the thing. It's Come like on. revelations Bro. for all of us. That's so good. I think for me, because it's like I've fallen into that trap 100%. I think for me, it was hard for me to it was hard for me to differentiate and not put people in a place like past their process, if that makes sense. So it's like, for me, it's like when right. I would get like that, I would be like, yo, I feel like this person, oh, they've been saved X amount of years, or it's like they present themselves, or I've even known them in the past to be X, Y, and Z, or like be like this. And it's like, it's all good. It's all righteous. And then it's like, I run past this one thing or these two things, and it's like, it'll be habitual. And it's like, you know, first this time, it's like, I yeah. let it slide. It's like, I mean, it is what it is. It's cool. Da, 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 da. But it's like, the fourth, fifth time, right. bro, you got me questioning the whole tree now, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, this is like, definitely oh, questionable. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And then I was talking to the Lord about it because I was like, yo, it, it really it really makes me not even want to like trust like like what they be saying half the time because it's like and it's like i I do relationship with this person like i know them and it's like i know that they're not yeah. all bad like i know this for a fact i know they're not all bad but it's like this one thing it be making me be like yo you're so fake bruh. <laughs> right well, let me tell you something god told me and i and when i learned this i shut up real quick I learned that a lot, a lot of people That's don't right. pray for real, people bro. as much as they talk about. If people spend more time praying for those individuals that they see struggling, mm -hmm. God will come through. But what, what happens mm -hmm. is a lot of people mm -hmm. end up talking bad about somebody. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You mm -hmm. end up speaking death on this person come to the point where you, on, you don't even pray for that person. It's almost as if you rebuke, but yeah. you don't pray yeah. that that person will get through it you know what i'm saying i could tell you what you're doing wrong all day but if i'm not going to pray about that situation because i know greater Come is on. he who is in me than he who is in the world then it's like saying i'm okay with what yeah, you're doing that's real. it's like who's the hypocrite and it's both because i i remember i was talking to the lord about it and he was like yo remember yourself because it's like and that shut me up real quick great because i was just like lord it's like this and like that yeah. and this and it's like I know that it's not, and it's it's just, he's like, no, remember, remember you. It's like, your thing may not be their thing that they deal with, and it may not even be an outward thing to where it affects other people, but it's mm -hmm. like, I'm the one who know, mm -hmm. knows everybody's heart, and it's like, like, I know the thing that you struggle with that don't nobody know you struggle with it. You feel what I'm saying? And I know the thing, and at the time for me, the right. thing was doing, um, doing music, right? So I can do music. Bro, I can get any plugin I want for free. I can get any software I want for free. I know how to get it. I know where to go to get it. I know how to do it and all the things right. like that. And what the Lord said, he came to me and he was like, yo, you need to, all the stuff that you got, you need to delete that. All of it. Why? Bro, it's stolen, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's like, let's keep it a bean. And it's like, yeah. the people that you get it from, it's like, oh, no, nah, bro, I bought this and da 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 this, that, and the third. But it's like, no, bro. Re look up the word pirated, what it being. 
Because that's somebody was trying to convince me out of not doing it. Yeah. It was like, bro, piracy is only when it's like you're selling it. It's like, no, if you got if you if you got too complicated exactly. when it's very exactly. simple, you know where so that comes from. It was just like, oh dang. So it's like I had to delete all of that stuff. But it's like at the time it was still a struggle because I'm like, dang Lord, like I'm trying to get my stuff to sound great for you and da 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 and da 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 da. So my struggle was, yo, like Lord, I need this. So it's like I gotta trust you. But don't nobody know you got a trust issue. You feel what I'm saying? It's like you're the only yeah. one that would know that you yeah. have a trust issue in this area between you and the Lord. But it's like since that person's mm -hmm. thing is on front display and it's something that it can be seen and it can be measured, it's like, oh, it's just so appalling to you to where it's like you trying to judge the whole tree. He's like, bro, check yourself, dog. <laughs> and I was just like, that's I was right. like dang, good luck. you right. right, you right. So it's like for me, that's another instance of how he got me to be like, oh, no, nah, this actually is what grace is, and this actually is what mercy is. It's like mercy is like, oh, I'm not going to give you something that you deserve, but grace is like I'm actually going to give you the space to change. So for me, yeah, mm. so for me, it's like Dude. him causing me to look at how he is towards me in my infirmity, in my situation. It's like, yo, if far be it for me, yeah. That's the same, same grace, grace we got to have. Bro, far forever. be it for me to not extend that to the next person, you feel me? Yeah. Right. It's all part of the process, man, and that's what I tell people. You know, um, even when I when I know somebody personally and I know that they're struggling with certain things, it's like I know that God mm -hmm. knows their situation. What happens is a lot of people end up trying to act for God instead of let mm -hmm. letting God act through them. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference. When you drive your own car and somebody else yeah. the passenger, you get what I'm saying? We gotta let God drive, you know, mm -hmm. or at least let Him be your GPS and tell yeah. you where to go. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are really trying to do things on their own, and they're trying to figure out why it's, mm -hmm. that it's not connecting. It's because you got a form of godliness, but you deny the power mm -hmm. thereof when you try to do it on your own. You can't, yeah. can't do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to deliverance ministry, even when it comes to healing, it's oh. nothing that we actually do. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. We're just a vessel. We're just a vehicle. But we're not the fuel mm -hmm. that's, that's making our engine start. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just like we really just have to be obedient in those times. And then, and people are dealing with stuff in yeah. their life, and, and God is already mm -hmm. on it. You get what I'm saying? You just have to wait until your, your turn. If God is telling you, all right, now speak to this person, mm -hmm. God going to let you know. You know what I'm saying? But a lot, a lot of times we act first because we don't have that same oh, grace for others that God had for us. And we already on their head. You know how many people are actually turned away from God because of church hurt? And it's because the people that were being so religious to the point where they wasn't even allowing God's mm -hmm. grace to operate through them. Because God wants you to extend grace too because I can't tell you. All right, here's a good example. My bro, Rick Rogers. He's a, produ a producer. He make music and all of that. Marcus Rogers was, uh, you, you know, he, he, he does a lot of music and stuff like that, too. And mm -hmm. Rick Rogers was in the street, producing in the street. Now, Marcus Rogers come over to the studio, and long story short, he's pumping this Jesus, right, in the studio. And Rick 
just sitting here like, all right, all right, day one, all right, day two, all right, I'm still doing me, but he's not being judged. What ends up happening is he realized he got something that I ain't got. Come I'm on. curious now. What is this all about? Now, if he was religious, mm -hmm. like, I ain't working with you. I'm going to stay away from you. You know what I'm saying? Because you doing X, Y, Z, what would have yeah. happened? He would have missed yeah. it. He would have missed it. And so many people are missing it because people are really being so religious to the point where Come they don't on. understand Come it's on, the bro. sick who need the healing. You better pull out the Bible verse, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's this stuff. Like I always say, right, this, it's not complicated. It's, not. it's simple. We, you know, the devil complicates it. He wants mm -hmm. to comes with all the confusion. It's not hard to really understand that the lost souls are the ones that need to be saved, right? It's it's our duty to go out there and be the disciples, which means we have to mm -hmm. go out for the people that's lost. A lot of people are preaching in church, but it don't go nowhere else. You in church on Sunday, but what about Monday, Tuesday, about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I went to church on Sunday. I'm good. What? Yeah. What about the rest of your week? It's, this is an everyday mm -hmm. thing. This is a lifestyle. So, so I hope people understand that. If they don't get nothing from our conversation, I want them to understand that it's about relationship. And then every relationship, your bond, the bond that you two yeah. have grows over time. And you, you know, and eventually over time, the relationship works itself out, mm -hmm. but you got to let God lead. And just like you let God lead your relationship, mm -hmm. he got to be Lord over yeah. your life, King of yeah. Kings. Lord of Lords. Any words you want to leave the people with? Shoot. Bro, everything you said, bro, you done said it all, bro. Love the Lord with all your, your heart, mind, strength. All you all you got is like you got to give it to the Lord. Um, If I had one thing, though, to believers that I would say, because I run across so many believers, it's like, bro, if nobody's ever told you, you could be 100% real and authentic with your conversation with the Lord. Like, if you're upset with the Lord, just go to the Lord and say you're upset with the Lord. Like, just tell him, like, bro, I'm mad at you particularly. And it's like, you may know, like, theologically that you have no grounds to be upset with mm -hmm. the Lord, but that's not what your heart is saying, bro. And it's like, the Lord cares about your heart. It's like, he don't need you. He don't need you to defend him about. from you. Okay? He don't need you to defend him from your heart. It's like he's big enough, he's wise enough, right. he's compassionate enough, he's open enough to actually hear you out and give you truth. But you have to let him do it. Like, don't do it for yourself. Because it's like I run across so many people who aren't alive in their relationship with the Lord. But it's simply because they haven't felt like they had the freedom to be honest with the Lord and allow him to speak and not speak mm. on his behalf. Absolutely. I mean, when you're honest yeah. with the Lord, he responds. You know what I'm saying? Because at that moment, he understands that, that somebody is not understanding yeah. me or my intentions. Yeah. And he's not going to leave you feeling that way. Because just like a parent disciplines a child, a child don't understand where the pain is coming from. That A child don't understand mm -hmm. why I can't do what I want to do. But it takes a good parent to really explain Yep. what is going on yeah. and why it's not good for you because there's a lot of times especially if you you know brought up in a church home there's a lot of times when you make these mistakes and then it's like oh now this is why they told me don't yep. do this now i see why you know i'm 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 thankful i grew up in an environment where 
my parents actually mm-hmm. told me I couldn't do certain things. Because now that I'm older, I look at people do those things wild. And my question yeah. is, where the heck is yeah, that conscious right. that? You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that I've already ha- I have a conscience because I got this instilled in me. Like, that's wrong to lie. Mm-hmm. That's wrong to cheat. That's wrong to steal. But I see other people can do mm-hmm. it. Like, they don't even phase them. It's about your upbringing sometimes when it comes yeah. to it. And it's about your heart. Because you can Come hear on. the right, right thing Bro, all your life good. and still do wrong. Just saying. That's a fact. Now, you brought up something that I wanted to talk to you about. You really just reminded me of it. It was a song you made. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain it to me, okay? Because um, I just I just want to hear your explanation personally on the song. So just give me one moment while I pull it up right now. Read through these comments. Creation can't fix itself. Only the creator can. That's facts. If you look into yourself to fix yourself, then you're going to be in a whole lot of mess. Yep. Yep, I got it. Okay, revenge, it's revenge. It's revenge. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want, I want to hear you explain. I'm going to play a quick clip of it for people real quick, and then I want you to explain it. All right? I got guts on revenge. She gotta pay for a sins. He put his hands on my kid. I can't let it slide. Not again. Roll out. Got my job for inside. We gon' show out. Ain't no game when I say it's a blowout. Call of duty pulling up with my load out. Let that be light and them bullets don't go out. See, when I think about the things that he did. Ooh, we go. Man, y'all gotta go play that. I know y'all over <laughs> here dropping fire. Y'all gotta go play it, okay? That's called revenge, man. So I, I heard the song. Oh boy, I'm trying to tell you, I was like, okay, this is it right here. But I want you to explain it for people. Um, explain what you meant by right, revenge. Honestly, okay, so to paint paint the picture for you, I wrote this song after I got COVID, right? So I got married during, got married probably a month. No, okay, give you a timeline. Got married in July. Um. A lot of my family was supposed to come to my wedding at the time, right? But um, one of my family members had a party. Whole family basically got COVID, right? So now it's like a lot of people can't come. Mm -hmm. A week after my wedding, my auntie died and my uncle died. And then a month after that, month and a half after that, my cousin overdosed. Probably a month after that, my other cousin got shot by his baby mama. So it's like, in, in this mm. time of just like, I'm experiencing a lot. I had COVID, my wife had COVID. <laughs> so it's like, do it. So yeah. I'm, one day I have COVID, I'm recovering, so I'm just reading, reading the Bible. I forgot what verse it was. So forgive me, all my Bible scholars out there. But um, 
it was a letter, one of Paul's letters that he wrote. And he was talking about all the things that God birthed in you. And he's like forgiveness, faithfulness, like kindness or something like that. And out of the list of things, one of them was revenge. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Bruh. Right, right. You can look it up. If you, actually, you can find the verse. But yeah. um, I was like, yo, I have never, I've never heard of this being in the Bible. And I was like, revenge. And then it dawned on me because I was I was really like talking to the Lord about it. And he was like, I had I got honest with the Lord and he was talking. And I was like, Lord, I honestly don't think I've gotten mad at Satan to the point of wanting to get revenge. It's like, I don't honestly think I got that deep, like, resentment for Satan, honestly. And it's like, I was started thinking, it's like, yo, all the stuff that he's done, not only in my life, but to, to the creation of the Lord. Like, you want to go down to the planet level, to where it's like all the creatures are subject to corruption because of sin. Like, in the beginning, it's like totally disrupting right. God's ordained structure of how he created the heavens and the earth. Well, more so the earth. Um, but it's like, you looking at it, and I was like, yo, it's actually crazy how it's like, how evil and wicked and just stupid and dumb and like all the things that he is so i'm like i'm thinking on all this stuff and then and that's where it's like the the, the inspiration or the, the thought for the song came from because i was really already down bad but i was in a space where i was like yo no longer will i like passively just like tolerate satan it's like nah, it's on site and it's like that's right. why it's like when I go heal, when I go see people and it's like pray for them and like they get healed or like somebody gets saved, I'd be like, yeah, I just call it body. Like, like we, yeah, like, yeah, because it's like it's a body for the body, right? But, man, yeah, so it's like, bro, it's like I'm out here and it's like, bro, this is actually like warfare now at this point. It's like, bro, I don't, I really mm -hmm. don't like you, bro. So, yeah, that's where the inspiration for the song came from. Man, I'm so glad you explained that because, boy, I'm trying to tell you, I was like, man, well, I wonder what's going on here. Like, I love the song and everything, but the way you just yeah. broke that down, yeah. it just makes too much sense. Like, it, it, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. that's the perfect delivery. The fact that you went through so much stuff, man, and you still here, man, just, it's like, it's a testament mm -hmm. to how strong God is as well. You know what I'm saying? Because some people that would have been in that situation yeah. would have been broken. Give I'm saying some people would have been in that situation. They would have been strung out on drugs, hitting the bottle. You know, I, I I just don't know why this is happening to me. But the fact that God is still here, mm -hmm. you know, He's always in the midst with you. You know, um, there's something, and this is leading us back to that cross again, man. Where Jesus is on that cross, He's in that moment. He's taking on the entire world, all the sins, sins that He never committed. And then there's a moment where the father forsakes him and he's on that cross and he's like, he know, he know like, all right, hold on, wait a minute. I, I know it was going to be bad, but out of all that pain he was feeling, the worst thing he felt mm -hmm. was being forsaken. Out of all, all the pain, uh, he took on the sin for the world, but in his mind, I got this, you know, but the moment he felt forsaken, he felt alone mm -hmm. for the first time mm -hmm. ever as a human. Hit. He felt alone on that cross and he's that. Like, Father, mm -hmm. why have you forsaken me? That you think about that. 
Now, in our situation, Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you because he knows what that feels like. Mm -hmm. So he sent the Holy Spirit down here for us. He don't want us to ever have to go through a moment in our life where we felt forsaken, where we felt like we didn't have nobody to go to. God is always there in the midst of your storm. He right there with you in that boat, just like he was with the disciples. They thought they were going to mm -hmm. drown. He right there with you. So, man, I, I appreciate you for sharing that with us, man, because that's deep, because yeah, a lot of people might not have that's known That's where the song, about. too, because that song came out of that time, but also Psalm 777 came out of that time. To where yeah, you were stopping bangers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was just a time, but that was just like, I don't know. I don't know if I would call it my... I wouldn't call it my release. That's just what I was going through at the time, I guess. And yo, it's like putting yeah. it on wax. Like, what would it look like to have an honest conversation with the Lord where you talk to him about all the stuff that happened in your life? It's like, yo, let's put it on a song. Yeah. Let's... And yeah. that's what that Psalm 7-7 was all about, man. Like, for real. It, when I heard it, I, I said, man, this guy really, he really being vulnerable right now, honestly. Because when you, when you make songs, you know, I know you really making it because you really going through a situation, but when other people hear it, it's like, yo, I could definitely relate yeah. to that because that's how I feel in this situation. And the fact that you even put the responses in there, bro, that yeah. blew my mind. Like, like that blew my mind. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that you were venting, so to speak, but then you put the responses and how you felt God responded mm -hmm. to you, to those questions you had, you know, that the creativity yeah. was amazing on that song together. for real you know what i'm saying so right the songs be for me before they yeah. be for anybody a lot of times bro <laughs> so it's like, just writing it the lord was, right because i was just like originally i wrote the song i got on tiktok right and i was looking through tiktok and a dude commented on my post and he was like bro i love this this would have been dope music when i was saved and i was like wait bro you can still be saved like what you talking about like it ain't <laughs> Right, when you would say, right, that's how do you even say so that I'm with like, confidence? Bro, let's talk. So we hop in my DMs, this and the third. We just chopping it up. And he was just saying how stuff was happening in his life. And I was just, you know, talking to him. But then I was like, yo, I should probably make a song like, about this. Because it's like, not only are you going through a lot of stuff in life, I'm going through a whole lot in life right now. So, right. yeah. So and I, like, I got questions, I was too. Right. I yeah. was really... Like you say, I was right how I was feeling. Everything that was coming in my head. One of the easiest songs I've ever written. <laughs> but it's like mm -hmm. now for the people now for the people that don't know what you're talking about, I definitely want to oh. let them hear a little quick snippet of it real quick. Uh so that way they can yeah. understand this conversation we're talking about. I know that you above it all, but this above me. Dad, mom, wife, grandma got the V, that's troubling me. Auntie died from it, honestly, that's still rubbing me. I got all these feelings in my heart, man, it's bubbling. I wish I could trust in you the way that I put trust in me. See you do it once or twice, I read about it heavily. In my life, you owe it to you concerning me. I need you to talk, cause your silence is really heavy. How you figure that? I've been there for you since like a genesis. You say you love me for me, but all I really see is tap. Seems like all the way that you figure, you can't handle that. I told you, fight the good, fight the fake, but you don't fight the tap. So 
mind. You turn the back and send the cell. Eyes open, but your heart went blind. How my goodness make you dark inside? Guess my love for you ain't look like what you thought it implied. Down Thomas got a hole in my side. And holes in my hand. All right, listen. Listen, that's a song right there that make me want to cry. It's like, yo, wait a minute. Come on. That bar about the heart. Say, I could take the heart away from you bro. and I wouldn't be wrong. Like, that blew my mind. That that blew my mind because the song really hits home on a lot of levels. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of layers in there as well. So the, the musical genius is amazing, bro. I mean, can't nobody take that away from you. Um, and, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what you're going to continue to do for the kingdom. And I love it whenever I get the opportunity to spend time and fellowship with a brother like you in Christ because a lot of people in, yeah. that's in them streets, you know what I'm saying, they think they think that this is boring. You know, they think when it comes to this yeah. music, they think we whack. Mm -hmm. They think it's lame because that's what they've been told. And so that's why, that's why I always blast it around people because it's so funny to me when people that's in the street hear it, they be like, yo, who that? And we're like, well, you ain't never mm -hmm. heard of Red Tip before? Like, nah, bro. And then immediately their mind goes to, mm -hmm. oh, I mean, I got to check out his music, right? And then they get yeah. the playlist. That's that seed. So then they get the playlist, and all of a sudden they start playing it. And they put on that Psalm 777. They're like, yo, this is deep. Mm -hmm. Like, I never even thought about this. And so for people that's big on lyrics, they're yeah, going to get ministered true. through your music. Yeah, because I had a dude, which is like, it's, it goes again. This is why I do what I do, or why it's like, I'm glad the Lord blessed me to be able to do what I do. But it's like, from this song, I had a dude message me, and he's like, bro, he's like, for the last three months I've listened to this song and it's totally changed my relationship with the Lord because he's like, bro, nobody's ever told me that it's okay for you to talk to the Lord about all the stuff. So he's like, for the last three months, bro, I mm. literally talked to the Lord about everything. And he's like, bro, it's literally changed my wow. relationship with the Lord. And bro, I was like, ah! <laughs> but it's like, Bro, but it's because it's That's like, bro, deep. this is like, this is why we, this is why we do what we do, bro. It's like, it's not, it's not just to have a dope song out there, bro. It's like, yo, it's really about bringing people closer to the Lord, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, look, I appreciate you, brother. I definitely uh, wanted to have you up here on this platform. Um, and I have full moment of transparency, bro. I just had to get you up here because, boy, when I tell you Down Bad was playing and my homie <laughs> listened to that day 10 times, <laughs> I said, yeah, Red Tips definitely got it like that for real, man, because mm. it's the anointing and the music for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and the way that people are being um, touched through your music is it, really you, you pushing the kingdom, you know, and you're doing your part. Just continue to do that and uh, continue to be this disciple that you become. And you know you got a lot, a lot of wisdom, and you you know you've been raised like this, honestly. And the fact that you really got into the place in your life where your relationship became personal and not based on what someone told you, that's how I know. Now in this walk, the Holy Spirit is leading you, and and, mm. and you definitely got people's souls at the forefront, and that's what it's about, man. So I appreciate you, my brother, uh, for coming through. But sometimes right. it's hard to end these type of conversations, man, because it's just so yeah. much um, truth involved, it's, and when you're when you, it's like real, recognize real. You're genuine, and I definitely understand that. At heart, 
heart, you, you really want the best for other people. You know what I'm saying? So oh, we're going to have a party in heaven. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot yeah. of people up there enjoying it. They think it is lame. They better get on. Facts, they better bro. get on real quick. <laughs> Some of you, it's definitely the um time to really be serious about your walk with, with Christ, y'all. Um, the world right now is definitely headed in a place where if you didn't believe yeah. in God, it's obvious now. Okay? Um, when you when you look at the, the condition in the world, um, how everybody right now seems to have no truth anymore. Another revelation I just got, Jesus is the way, the yeah. truth, and the life. There's an onslaught on truth right now. Two bro, plus two equals two, five. Bro. No, it equals Crazy. four. You get what I'm saying? So when you, when you attack the truth, it is an attack yeah. on Jesus Christ. That is why the devil is going hard right now with people mm -hmm. replacing mm -hmm. truth with feelings. You can't replace what's true yeah. because what's true is always yeah. going to be true, and that's Jesus Christ. And so a lot of people have to understand that there's a reason why there's a lot of confusion in the world right now. There's a reason why so many different mm -hmm. events are taking place at the same time. The stage is yeah. being prepared. Mm -hmm. The question is... Will you be ready? That's good, bro. You know? So that's all I'm going to leave you guys with. Thank you so much for tapping into another episode of King Legend Talk. You be a king and a legend, boy. That's a big one, huh? He ain't enough to just be a king. And you got the lion in the background, boy. You's a dangerous guy, man. <laughs> you are put through the fire. The only thing that kept me going was I knew it was going to happen. I believed it was going to happen. Oh, I used to print out that list and I would put my name at the top. I would white out the person at the top and I'd put my name. And I would print out that list and I'd keep it in my pocket for the next four months until one day the email that I got had my name at the top. See?